Cool. Hey, I'm excited to be here. You guys are awesome. Um, dude, I was like, yeah, you guys are awesome. I'm, I'm really, it's awesome. I'm grateful. I'm grateful y'all are here tonight. Thank you for coming. Um, yeah, it, it's my pleasure to get to, to speak um, and to share uh, what I think the Lord's speaking to, to you guys. And so uh, it's a big deal y'all are here. And so thanks for, thanks for making time. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, so I'm going to pray, uh, real fast, like, like not quickly. Uh, Jesus, thank you, uh, Lord so much for, yeah, just your presence here already. Thank you for this community. Thank you that we get to, uh, worship you and have fun and, um, yeah, just get to know you better, Lord. Thank you that there's other people that love you, um, and want to get to know you better, Father. I pray that you would just, uh, yeah, speak through me tonight. Um, open ears, open hearts, um, tonight, uh, to be humble and to hear your voice, God. We love you, and you're going to pray. Amen. Uh, sweet. So, uh, <laughs> I know this is like an obvious question. Y'all get on Spotify? Okay. Or like, what's the other one? Apple Music. I don't care. No one cares. No one cares. Uh, it's literally the same thing. So, I was getting on Spotify the other day. I also get on there. and But sometimes I get on there, and I like think that it's going to like suggest music like on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I'll watch that. It doesn't really do that. Have you ever noticed it? So I was getting on there, and uh, and and it actually it did this time. It actually said like you should listen to this song, but it had like this whole category. You know what I'm saying? Like all these different types of songs. Y'all know what kind of songs it was? No, none of that. Any guesses? It was it was lame. It was super lame. Nursery rhymes, no. No, that'd be tight. No, no, I said lame. It was, it was, it was playlists, uh, albums. It was like, it wasn't just one song. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was like, this is a genre. It's called sad songs. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Sad song. I'm not trying to listen to sad songs. Well, I'm not, well, I just look outside and see all the people, lost people would be sad already. Like, what? I don't need music to make me sad. So I think it's the dumbest thing. Um, I was like so shocked. I was like, what is this dumb? Like, who, who's trying to be more sad? People are always like, oh, I'm so sad all the time anyways. You don't need more songs. So, uh, Katie, um, has really great taste in music. And, um, she's been playing this song in our house. I've referenced it a ton of times. Um, but it's not a sad song. And actually, it's like the opposite of a sad song. And, and these are some of the lyrics. It says, I think we're getting it wrong. It says, it's too bad. When did it get cool to be so sad? We're spinning backwards. Did we all go mad? Do you all know this song? Did, what's it called? Close. It's called Roses. But same, same band, yeah. Hey, you should go listen to it. It's a great song. Um, but it's funny because in it, he's... Um, He's basically saying, he's like, he's like, hey, this is stupid. Like, I, I used to be someone who wanted to be sad all the time. Like, he literally says that. He said, sad boy. Have you all heard that? Um, he's basically, like, bragging about being a victim. He's talking about how he actually finds happiness and joy and having an excuse for, for not getting to live out his dreams. Like, it's, it's, it's the coolest song. And he's like, hey, I'm not going to be this way anymore. Does that make sense? If you haven't heard it, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I, I don't even think these guys are, are saved. I don't even think they really love God. But I actually think this song is, is actually really prophetic. 
because they're seeing what God is seeing, and they're calling it out. Like in himself, in culture, in society, he's seeing, he's seeing all these things. So there's another singer um, who, who does love God who, who wrote a song about this too a while back. Uh, his name was King David. Uh, he named this song Psalm 1. Uh, I don't know the tune, but uh, we're going to read it tonight. So, uh, so turn to Psalm chapter 1. Um, and here's what he says, okay? He says, uh, he says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but they are like chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. That's awesome. Man, this is like, this is like my favorite Bible verse right now, like this whole thing, okay? I've been thinking about it a ton. I'm doing something wrong. I'm sorry. Sean will fix it. That's all he does in my life. Uh, so, so tonight what we're going to do is we're going to look at a prescription for happiness, okay? A prescription for happiness. Just looking through this psalm and see what this looks like, okay? Does that sound okay? Y'all good? Okay, a couple of y'all. Everyone else is hating this. Okay. All right, so cool. So, uh, so we'll look at some don'ts, and then we'll look at some do's, right? Okay, and we're just going to read through this. So it says, don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. What does that mean? Walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Are any of y'all doing that? Like, would you even know if you were? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, most of the time, people aren't going out of their way to, like, seek ungodly counsel. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man. Okay, what would be good for dinner? Google ungodly. You know what I'm saying? Or like, what would be, what grad school should I look into? Like, ungodly. Like, like you're not actively seeking out ungodly counsel most of the time. The problem is, ungodly counsel doesn't really care. It's always the loudest voice. It's always this loud voice that's just excited to share exactly what they think, um, that no one's asking for, okay? So think about Eve, right? The story of Adam and Eve. Eve sees this fruit. She's tempted, and she's not like, hey, I want to eat this fruit. I wonder what that snake thinks. You know what I'm saying? She's, she, he just is there, and he's like, hey, I'll tell you what I think, like without, without any prompting. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's always someone there to criticize Christians, the church, and holiness, okay? There's always someone or something there to criticize these things. Um, more from when you went to high school, now that you're in college. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you have a job, so it's there at your work. And the most voices that you um, don't ask for are typically going to be ungodly voices. Does that make sense? Okay, so that's the counsel of the ungodly. This attitude, man, is like not good. Okay, like it's, it's not. Um, it's really persistent, and it's, it's, it's really kind of pervasive. Okay, so I've actually even seen people who say they love Jesus like clown on um, like other Christians. That's kind of lame. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for, for certain reasons, I've heard people that, that actually like earnestly follow God say, man, that guy gets on my last nerve. He thinks he's so holy. Have you ever heard that? 
like to me if someone says that i'm like dude that's awesome like i hope someone calls me that you know what i'm saying they're like he thinks he's so righteous like what are you supposed to be like that's what jesus is that's like man he looks like jesus like that's a bad thing like why are you saying it like i think you should say it like happy um so it's really persistent it's really pervasive um i've even heard people um we know a lot of the guys that like preach out on the in the free speech area the street preachers those guys are awesome and they like earnestly want to know people to know god they earnestly want people to come to god and i've even heard people be like i those guys are doing more harm than good. People get saved every single day because of street preachers. Do y'all know Jesus and John the Baptist were street preachers? Like, <laughs> they're a big deal. And so Jesus tells a story, or there's a story about Jesus in Mark 9 where his disciples see this guy, and he's, like, healing people and doing these miracles, and people are getting saved. <laughs> and they're like, hey, tell this guy to stop. And Jesus is like, hey, 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 like, if he's not against me, he's for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's a big deal. And so this is this kind of like counsel of the ungodly. It kind of sneaks into our lives. So it's, it's pervasive, it's, um, it's persistent, and it's sneaky. Um, it's not something that, that someone's going to come by and be like, hey, you listen to the counsel of the ungodly. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't look bad. It doesn't look like something's going on. It's not like this outward sin. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if you go slap someone, you're probably going to be told not to do that. If you go listen to the counsel of the ungodly, chances are no one's going to tell you anything. All the while... What I'm listening to most, music, voices, people in my life, is, is actually sapping my spiritual strength and my happiness. Does that make sense? So this is like, this is kind of destroying us from the inside out. It's a slow and steady process, but it is certain. If we do this, this is what's going to happen. It isn't obvious at first, like this big, you know, kind of catastrophe, like boom, I listen to the counsel of the ungodly, okay? It's, it's, it's not, it's, it's the daily opening my ears and my mind to the voice of the world and the ungodly and closing it slowly but surely to the voice of heaven. Okay, do y'all see what I'm saying? Like this is, this is a big deal. Then one day temptation comes along and you never thought you would have done that thing. You know what I'm saying? And you, fall, you, you give into this temptation and everyone else is around you is just as surprised as you are. Okay, so it's this thing that kind of changes, changes us from the inside out. And the reason I'm talking about this kind of at length is um, is because if you don't become aware of it, if you don't kind of start listening for it now, when you graduate, it's just, it's the only thing that's going to be there. And when you graduate and you're used to this voice over the voice of God, uh, you, you won't last long, okay? Like, you're not going to be walking with God for very long, okay? So, no good. First, don't. Don't listen to the counsel of the ungodly. The second one, don't stand in the path of sinners, if you want to be blessed, and, and the cool thing about that in verse 1 is blessed is the man. That means happy. Happy is the man. This is how you, this is how you be happy. Uh, so don't stand in the path of sinners. Just get out of their way, okay? They're going to do their thing. Just let them. There is a road that some of, some of you guys are on, and all of us have at least been on at some point. Some of us are still on this road that will lead to destruction. And you can get off of it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can, you can be done, okay? Um, I'm not going to stand up here and say, oh, hey, man, you'll never be happy if you sin. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's just not true, okay? Um, you can look at, at how, how attractive, like, the, the way of sinners, like they said, the path of sinners is. Um, 
and that's real. Okay, there's pleasure, there's there's happiness, there's excitement, that you know, there's risk, like all these different things. But the end of it is always the same. The end of it is always death. Okay, hell, you're done. Like you're done. Okay, um, there's this guy who I just think is like amazing. Do y'all know who? Do y'all know Sad Who Sundar Singh? Okay, one of you guys. That's great. A couple. Okay. Hey, his name's Sadhu. That's his, like, title. Sundar Singh is his name. Go get a book about him. There's, like, two books that you can get about him. It's rowdy. Like, it is so crazy what he does. And he was he was this guy. He was a, a Sadhu. who's like a holy man in India. Okay? So he's an Indian. Um, and and the crazy thing, if you become a Sadhu, it's like, it's like you're in. You know what I'm saying? And so he was a... He was a Hindu or something, and you could be a Hindu, you could be a Muslim, you could be a Jew, you could be a Christian, um, but, he, but he was a Hindu, and then he gets saved, and he, like, like, seriously, crazy story, okay, like, look it up, like, so crazy, and, and, and he, um, so he gets saved, so he's a Christian sadhu, okay, so it's not like he's a pastor. He's still this kind of like holy man that all these people come to, but he loves Jesus, okay? And, and he tells this crazy story of, um, of being in the path of sinners, okay? And, and this story, man, I, I don't know when I read it. I probably think about it like once a week. Like it is, it is the craziest, like most applicable story I've ever heard. And so he tells the story of this guy, and he's a young guy. And, and y'all know what the Ganges is? You know, the Ganges, okay. It's like a river. It's like the Nile in India, okay? It's like, it's like this big old river in India, and it's a big deal. And, uh, and so there's this, there's this guy, and he's going to get in the Ganges, and, and he's, he's swimming around, and, and he's chilling, having a good time cooling off. And, and he looks down, down, down river, and he sees, you know, like a hottie, okay, getting in the water, and she's fixing to bathe, okay? So... So he's kind of looking around, and uh, and she's getting in, you know, bathing ways, and and he's like watching and trying to kind of, you know, keep his eye over here, but he's still kind of looking back and back, and so he's kind of messing around, like float, up. I'm gonna pick my feet up, like come down a little bit of ways, and then he's swimming, maybe looking over, and then he's kind of like making his way towards her, you know what I'm saying, and uh, and so. <laughs> so he's like he's like floating down in this in the in the river and then he's like maybe maybe like from here to here like maybe from me to Jace and he sees her and her she's a leper okay she, her skin her flesh is coming off she got holes in her body like face is falling off like all this crazy stuff and he's just like terrified like oh, like what was I gonna do you know what I'm saying like like I'd get that too you know what I'm saying like this is this is horrible and so it scared him but to me that's like such a such a perfect picture of like let he just let the river kind of take him where he wanted to go you know what I'm saying and then what was he trying to get into was just death and destruction you know what I'm saying like like game over and so the things the only things that can really hurt you in the long term are foolishness pride selfishness you know what I'm saying like like that's it and so if you are, are, are walk, or sorry, yeah, if you're walking in the, in the counsel of the ungodly and then you kind of hear something that kind of piques your interest or you get distracted and you, get in the, and you stop and you're standing in the path of sinners, like, you're a dead man walking. You know what I'm saying? Like, not in a good way. 
No other option. Um, we say this like sin is, sin is like a horrible credit card. You're going to get everything you want. It's going to be fun. You're going to be happy for now. You know what I'm saying? But, but you're going to have to pay later, and you're not going to be able to pay later. Does that make sense? You're going to pay with your eternity. You get everything you want right now, but just wait. It's not worth it. Like the the price you're gonna have to pay at the end is not worth it. So don't. So just you're not good for it. Like like no one's gonna come help you out of this one. And so if you turn to Jesus and you say, "Hey, He's gonna redeem you. He's gonna pay for it." Does that make sense? Like Jesus is the only one who can really help you out with this one. So get out while you can. Let Jesus pay your bill and like walk freely. Does that make sense? So walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Stand in the path of sinners. And then the last one, don't sit in the seat of the scornful. Um, so, so like, picture it. You're walking in the council of the ungodly. You hear something. Oh, you, st- you, st- you stand in the, seat of, or in the path of the sinners, and then you sit down in it. Well, you, you know, like, that's not good. Like, you're, 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 con- you're committed now. You know what I'm saying? And so we say this. We say, sin always leads to more sin. Sin always leads to worse sin, okay? It's, it's, it's corrosive. It's, it's cruel. Like, it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt God. It's going to hurt others. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's never a good idea. Have you guys ever known anybody who's, like, apathetic? Have you ever known anybody who's apathetic? Uh, indifferent. <laughs> and who's, like, go, really, like, kind of go with the flow. Like, like, whatever. But they're really happy. Like, that's, that's, like, really rare. You know what I'm saying? Um, usually these guys have the most to complain about. You know what I'm saying? They have the most fingers to point at others while they're decaying inside. You know what I'm saying? Like, we call this, um, we call this, like, a, a critical spirit, okay? So if you have a critical, so you can either have one or the other. You can have a critical spirit and have the spirit of, of being critical, or you can have a critical mind, which is good. So critical spirit, any fool can walk in and say, ah, I didn't like this. You know, it kind of smelled like this. And ah, I just ah, I didn't really like the way they did this thing. You know what I'm saying? Any, anybody can do that. But it takes a mind that is washed in the word of God and renewed by the Holy Spirit to be able to see the good in things. The, to see, like, what's, what's godly in different situations and different things. Okay? So, so we want to have a critical mind. We do not want to have a critical spirit sarcastic cynical people they're never happy scornful people aren't happy either and 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 neither are they godly okay so so like none of none of those things are godly characteristics does that make sense okay y'all good sweet okay so the don'ts are over so now we can like turn that frown upside down uh so happy is the man who doesn't do these things you don't have to do these things okay um it says this, but, uh, chapter 1, verse 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. His delight, his happiness is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. So the do's delight in God's law, meditate on it day and night. A really easy, just simple, practical way to do that is listen to God's voice and obey it. Right? Just listen to God's voice and obey it. When you do this, you, you start a discipline of faith that leads to um, obedience, and that will last for eternity, okay? So if you, have, if you want, like, all the sadness, you can do all that other stuff. If you want the happiness, you can do these things, okay? Um, 
do you believe that you can be a happy person? Like, do you believe that you can have real joy? Do you believe, also, hey, happiness and joy are the same thing. Whenever anybody says they're not, just be like, that's silly. Like, just stop. Um, Do you believe that you can be a happy person, or do you think it's more of like a personality trait? That's a good question, right? Like, like I would be willing to say, okay, I think, I think for me personally, if there's like a happy and like a sad scale, I bet you I could probably guess, I'm on the happier side. Like, I'm going to be like 51% plus happy, okay? Um, and I was talking to Eli about this. Uh, I don't know where he went. I was looking at him, and then he had to pee or something. That's okay. Uh, he's a human. Um, <laughs> but I was talking about this the other day, and, and I don't know if y'all know Eli. Eli is awesome. Um, he's actually like a really great friend. And, and this is something that I was thinking about. He's a really great son. Like there's not a lot of people who are, who are like incredible sons, but that's actually something that, that he does well. Um, also he's like gifted. He has a lot of talents and he uses them. Um, anyways, he's awesome. And we were talking about it and I was like, why do you think because you seem happy, like you seem like a happy guy. <laughs> like, why do you think you're so happy? And he was like, oh man, it's pretty easy. He's like, every day I have to wake up and basically say, God, would you give me strength for today and give me joy for today? And I was like, that's amazing. And so like, it's in his personality, it's in my personality. Sean, I love this story. Uh, he, his email is like smiley and, and it's because they were clowning on you, right? Like they were like, oh, you smile all the time. Like, that's so stupid. <laughs> Oh man, it's like it's so dumb. Why would you be mad if someone's smiling? I just don't understand it. It's so funny. Um, and so, like, if you're kind of on this happier side, then it's part of your personality. Okay, hey, that's true. Does that make sense? Like, I'm I'm okay with that. Okay, but my personality is that way because of choices that I've made. Okay, does that make sense? Like, like I've chose to um, delight in God's law. I've chose to obey. I've chose to trust Him over days, over months, over years, you know what I'm saying? And my personality has adapted to become joyful. Does that make sense? Like, it, honestly, if you knew me in high school, um, I could put on, like, a good smile. Like, I, I had, like, a, what's that called? Like, a, like a personality that, anyways, I don't know. Like, like I could seem happy. But if, but if you knew, like, man, I was, like, flip of the switch, like, mad, sad, bad, uh, <laughs> you know, better, but the Lord, but the Lord has redeemed that because of, because of those things. That makes sense. So if you have, if you're kind of bent one way, if your baseline is like sad, that can change. Does that make sense? And, and it should, honestly, like when you follow Jesus, you shouldn't be like, oh, I'm, he's a happy follower of Jesus. I'm a sad one. And we need both. Like, no, we don't like, like, okay, like, like, let's, let's all be happy. Okay. Um, if you aren't able to be happy in God's laws, it's because you're not obeying it, okay? If you don't delight in his laws, it's because it's not real to you. It's, it's not there. Jesus says, if you love me, if you love me, you will obey my commandments, okay? It's pretty simple. And so if you aren't happy and delighting in God's laws, it's literally just because you're breaking it. Um, we say this. We say feelings follow action. Um, you don't get tired before you run, <laughs> right? Has anybody done that? Like you're sweating, your cardio's up before you ran, doesn't happen, okay? Feelings follow action. And you can fix this tonight. Like, like you, can, you can change these things. It's called repentance. Repentance is 
repenting from sin and towards God. It's changing your mind and changing your future. You can do that right now if you bow to Jesus. Happiness and obedience are, are like always holding hands. Does that make sense? Like, like they're always together. Um, eventually, like feelings follow action. You could, you could unhappily follow God at first. Does that make sense? I think, I think that's probably true. Um, we, we say God's laws are a description of reality, okay? God's laws are a description of reality from an infinite perspective. So when you don't obey him, you're fighting against, like, the fibers of reality. Of course you're going to be sad. Like, be like if you're trying to, your arm is supposed to be connected, right? So if you try to pull your arm off, you're probably not going to be very happy about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's not, it's, it's just, like, silly, okay? It's crazy. Um, you can be content and happy in all things. Um, if you're only content or happy in, when things are going good, there's no virtue in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, if things are going good and you're not happy, then you have a lot more issues than <laughs> maybe we need to talk about tonight. But if things are going well and you're happy, then it's like, yeah, for sure, okay. So really, this verse, uh, it's Romans 8, chapter 8, verse 28 and 29. Um, it says this. It says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. To those who are the called according to his purpose for whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren okay god god is is really good okay um if you experience him if you read about him in the bible if you know him at all he's he's good okay really first and foremost and and he wants two things for us he wants us first to be holy he wants us to be like him he made us that way okay um and then second he and he knows this he wants us to be happy and when we're holy happiness will follow okay does that make sense and he wants those two things for us and so when it says um he wants us to be conformed to the image of his son jesus was joyful okay Jesus was joyful. He wanted his, his followers to be joyful. Sean talked about this the other day. Jesus was faced with the cross, and he said, I want my joy to be complete in these, in these guys. You know what I'm saying? He says, you will grieve. This is in John chapter 16 and 17. He says, you will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. So he's not, he's not living like in la-la land. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, things are bad, so just put on a happy face. Like, no, he's not doing that. He's just saying, hey, joy's going to come. Joy's going to come. Joy's going to come. So with you, and he says it, so with you, now is your time of grief, but I will see you again, and you will rejoice, and no one will take away your joy. That's awesome. No one, nothing. Some of us, joy's been robbed from us, okay, from things, a lot of us, joy's been robbed from us because of our own decisions, um, but some of us, maybe a lot of us, joy's been robbed from us from outward circumstances, right, and that's okay, um, but, but Jesus was happy even when he was faced with the cross, so what do we really have to be that sad about? Like he's, he's like set his face to take on, to atone for all of my sin, your sin, your sin, your sin, your sin, your sin, your sin. And, and he's still happy in it. He's happy to do it. Um, so maybe we need to think about, hey man, why am I so sad all the time? So when are you most happy? Uh, my wife is, is most happy at Christmas time. Anybody else? 
Okay, that's okay. It's a good thing. Um, it's like Christmas comes around, and it's like on her face. Like she looks like, like I don't even know. Like she looks like all 101 Dalmatians. The mom when she's pregnant. That's what she looks like when it's Christmas time. Okay. Um, <laughs> so so Christmas time. That's sort of obscure reference. That's okay. Uh, I could quote it if you want. Um, I won't. So when, so am I, am I happy sometimes? Am I happy always? Am I happy never? Right? Like these are good questions to ask. When am I happy? Sometimes, always, never. It should be when you're following God's law and spending time with him, which should be every single day. Right? I should be happy every single day because I'm following his law and I'm, and I'm spending time with him. Does that make sense? Like, like that's pretty cool. And these are, these are like promises that the Lord gives us. He, he, yeah, it's awesome. So in that, in verse 28, it says, uh, we know all things work together for, for the good of those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. So it makes me think, it makes me think about Jesus. Like I just talked about, like Jesus didn't deserve the cross. That was like, and he, and he wasn't like, dude, the cross tomorrow is going to be sick. Like, I can't wait. And he wasn't, like, on the cross, like, pumped. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. I know it's a little crazy, but, like, he, but he's happy to do it. He's happy to do it for you, okay? Uh, another guy, um, Joseph, at the end of Genesis. Um, man, his story's awesome. And, and he had a lot of things happen to him, too. And he actually says it like this. He says, what the enemy meant for evil, God turned out for my good, right? What the, what, what you, and, he, and he actually says what you meant for evil to his brothers. He's kind of calling them out. God turned out for my good. That's pretty awesome. And that says something about God. Like, we can talk about, oh, man, you're just talking about happiness. Great. Like, let's feel nice tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? This is really all about God's character. Does that make sense? Like, God, what he wants for us, who he is, what he's like. What, what you meant for evil, God has made happen for good. So what, what can y'all think of anything um, that, that happens only to people who don't follow Jesus that doesn't happen, bad things that don't happen to Christians? Can y'all think of anything? There's nothing, okay? Like, I put a list together. It's like the most depressing list I've ever written. Like, like your parents can split up. Your parents can abuse you. Um, your parents can like just be there but be terrible parents you know what i'm saying uh rape murder stolen you can get robbed uh you can be hurt if you're married your spouse can leave your spouse could cheat on you know what i'm saying like all this stuff can happen to a christian and they're not just supposed to be like oh yes like that is all aw- like yes dude like that is awesome i put all my you know hope and dreams in these things and i failed this is so good okay but we have to remember this God is always about our best interest, okay? He's always about your best interest. He's always looking out for your highest good. The truth is you're not the main character, okay? God, God is the main character. But you have to remember that God is kind and good and generous and loving, and he always has your best interest in mind. He can take these bad things that happen to you and make them good in the end, Okay? Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. 
So um, back in Psalm chapter 1, um, I'm just going to read this one more time. Um, verse 2 and 3, he says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree, listen to this part, planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. And then he says, but the ungodly are not so, but they are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Chaff's like uh, particles of wheat. The fruit falls on the ground and the chaff blows away. It's trash, okay? It's not good for anything. That sounds too good to be true. You know, it says that it brings forth fruit in its season. His leaf will not wither and whatever he does shall prosper, right? Like that kind of sounds too good to be true. But that's what God wants for us. And that's pretty awesome. And, and so I just want to look at these, these last things, and, and we'll, we'll be done pretty soon. Um, but looking at, like, what kills our happiness most, okay? And we talked about the first two already. Um, if you don't obey God, there's no happiness to be found, for real, like, that is lasting. If you don't love God, it's not going to last long. But if you do those things and you still kind of feel sad, that's real, okay? Um, and I think that's worth talking about. And so the first thing is what I was just talking about in, in Romans 8.28, all those bad things that happened to me, um, it's about having the wrong expectations, okay? If I have the wrong expectations, I think, man, I gave my life to Jesus. I'm doing what he says. I'm loving him, so everything should just be, you know, smooth sailing. Well, I'm going to have the wrong expectations. I'm not going to be happy. Does that make sense? Like, if I get saved, then, like, this person in my life who just, you know, grinds my gears, should, they should also get saved. You know what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't bother me anymore or something like that. And that's just not real. And so having the wrong expectations, man, things should be better. Things should look different. Things to this. Who says so? It wasn't God. It's just coming from inside of me. I wish things would be di different. I wish things would be better. And you can finally be happy when you let go of these expectations and say, hey, I'm going to do um, exactly what it says in that verse. It says, um, God predestined us to be conformed to the image of his son. That means his highest good for me is to become like Jesus. Okay? That's, that's pretty great. Like, if you're not looking for that, then you're just going to be unhappy in anything, in any endeavor, anything you're going after. But if you want to look like Jesus, it says, use that word, it's, pre, it's kind of, uh, some people wish it wasn't there, but it says it's predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. That means if you obey God and if you love him, it will be inevitable that you will look like Jesus. That is so, I mean, dude, that is so sick. That's like the greatest promise you could ever, if you're looking to have uh Oh, an amazing job. If you're looking to have, oh, the best car. Oh, if you're looking to have, you know, the greatest marriage or all these different types of things. It's, it's, it might happen, and that's cool, but that's not going to make you happy. Does that make sense? It's not going to make you happy for a long time because something's going to happen. Something's going to come up. Something, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's not, that's not the thing. God's out for our best interest, and our best interest is to look like Jesus. Does that make sense? Like, that's, that's so sick. Um, man, I just, yeah, it's awesome. I'm pumped up about that. So you will be disappointed by anything else that you're looking for. Okay. It will just be disappointing. Um, he promises to make us look like Jesus. It, it is a great thing to want a good marriage, to have a good job, to live a good life. 
But what will actually make you happy is desiring to look like Jesus. Okay? Does that make sense? Like, like that has to be the thing. And if I look for that, and that's kind of my end goal, then I can be happy. Even if I wreck my car. Even if, you know what I'm saying, like my cat gets hurt. Whatever, I don't know. I'm so unrelatable. <laughs> um, then the last thing is uh, on that list is happiness killers, just un- unrealized doubts. Man, I did not think of that. I heard this. That is put so well. Unrealized doubts. Winky said it, okay? Like, unrealized. I didn't even know that I had this, oh, man, man, I'm never going to be as close to God as my small group leader. I'm never going to be as good at prayer, <laughs> whatever that means, as my my band leader or the, or the guy in my band. You know what I'm saying? Like, unreal, I, oh, man, I could never live up to what this person did. So why even try? You've got this in your heart. If Even if you obey and even if you love God, these two things, these two things, um, will, will, will make you sad. Okay. Does that make sense? And, and like, and this is a big deal because this is what God wants. He wants us to, to let go of those things. He wants us to be like, Jesus, when we, when we walk with him, it's going to be okay. Right. Okay. The band can come up. Um, we're fixing to be done. Um, the saddest story, one of the only people who are, uh, actually called sad in the Bible, uh, is a is an interesting story because if you look at it, most of it seems pretty good. Okay, y'all know it. This guy he comes, he's rich, it's pretty good, right? He's young, hey, that's not bad, and he's a ruler. Hey, all those things, I'd be happy. You know what I'm saying? And he walks up to Jesus and he says, Jesus, all these things I've I've followed, right? All these things I've done. What do I have to do to get eternal life? And Jesus doesn't like. If you're walking up to Jesus, you'd be like, I, hey, I know. I know what I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to say it. But, like, this guy's got, like, some bravery. And he says, hey, Jesus, I did all these things. And Jesus actually doesn't say, no, you didn't. He's actually like, oh, that's awesome. And so this guy's also obeying and delighting in God's laws. Does that make sense? That's not a stretch. Like, that's actually what's going on here. And, and so Jesus says, hey, that's amazing. You, great job like you you're you're really close but one thing you lack there's one thing you're lacking um and he says if you go and sell all that you have and give it to the poor right that's actually not a command in the bible that's actually not like one of the ten commandments and so this is for this guy like this is for his heart jesus knew him individually and this is what he said hey you're lacking this one thing because what the rich young ruler was saying was hey happiness, I can follow God, and I can have all my expectations met. Does that make sense? Like, I, I, can, I can do all of it. And Jesus said, hey, man, actually, you can't. In order for you, for you to look like me, you have to sell all that you have. And so that's the question. That's the question for tonight. If, you, if, you're, if you're feeling happy, praise God. We're going to worship, and it's going to be a party. If you're not feeling happy, and this seems... Um, uh, Oh, man, I thought I had an excuse, but now I don't. Um, what are you lacking? Ask Jesus to tell you, what am I lacking? 
Um, if you have, if you love anything more than you love Jesus, you will be unhappy. If you say you love Jesus more than anything in the world and you still aren't happy, then, then something's off. There may be that unmet expectation or that unrealized doubt. So tonight, while we're worshiping, um, ask him what it is. Is it something that you're wanting, lusting after more than to be like him? Okay. Um, and then this is like the, this is like the challenge. Okay. Are you ready for this? Okay. This is not going to be easy, and you don't have to do it tonight, okay, because maybe time won't allow, or maybe circumstances, but I want you to do it before this weekend, okay? I want you to ask the people who you see most often, not the people you're closest to, so uh, maybe it's both, but if you're like, man, my mama is my best friend, like, okay, that's great, and that's beautiful, but like, not talking about her, okay, or like... Dude, my uncle, man, he is, I'm closest to him, but he lives, he actually lives, like, in California, okay? Like, like, that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about your roommates, the people you live with, the people who you see every single day, and I want you to have the humility to do this and basically say, hey, do you think I'm a happy person? And let them answer, okay? You're doing it to yourself, and if you get asked, it should be an honor because that means that you're really close to someone and they love you and they know that you love them. But don't sugarcoat it, okay? Don't, um, oh, man, oh yeah, I think you're, you're doing good. I think you're trying hard. And man, you never smiled before, but I, I think you could, I think people know deep down that there's good, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like don't, don't do that. Don't give them excuses. Hey, if, you care, if, they, if they have the humility to ask you, have the care and love to, to be honest with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like let's do this for real. Um, but give them, if you're, if you're asked, uh, give them real, hey, actually, I see you do this. You're a great host. You do this, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? When you're, when you're just, I walked in the other day, and you were just happy. You know what I'm saying? Or, hey, dude, I don't think anyone talks to you because they're scared of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like actually, we all have you in our phone as, like, grump, grump guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, let's just be honest, okay? Does that make sense? Is that okay? Okay. The very last thing, um, just last thought. But, like, hey, this isn't like a, hey, you could be happy. I hope, I hope, I don't think anybody thinks that, but I hope no one goes away with, oh, okay, well, I guess I got to be happy, okay? This is what it could do. If this if this happiness um, kind of catches on, then when people come into your house, um, all their senses could be met by the presence of God, okay? Like, like what they smell. Like, for real. Do y'all think that's, like, that might be kind of funny, but for real. Like, what they smell, you could give them a drink. You know what I'm saying? The, what you're listening to. Oh, man, this is, like, beautiful. Like, like, they really could. People could get saved. I was thinking about this. Like, y'all live in, people live in apartments that has a janitor. They come and change your, like, air filter. I know some of y'all do, right? Okay. What if your janitor just, like, change your air filter, like, gets saved because of the presence of God in your apartment? Like, that, that could be, that's real. Like, that could actually happen. And, and that's why this matters. It's not so, oh, I feel so nice now, and I used to feel so not nice. Like, like this could change. This could really change our town. This could change our school. This could change our. This could change the world. And, and one thing that I want 
you know, our Chi Alpha to be marked by, one of them, several, is, is happy. Um, I want people to come here for the first time and see that there's people in, that are my age that, are listen, that aren't listening to the sad songs. They're listening and they're acting happy because they're holy, because they're obedient, and they're, and they're righteous at Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So, so this can really happen. So we're going to worship. It's going to be awesome. Um, I'll pray real quick, and then, uh, and then we'll worship. So, yeah, Jesus, we love you. Thank you that you, um, yeah, that you want what's best for us. And, and thank you that what's best for us is actually better than what's not best for us. Um, that you want us to be happy, that you want us to have joy, that you don't want us to just be mopey and um, grumpy or anything like that. God, you're, you're, you're so good. You're so generous. God, thank you that you're, uh, yeah, your character is so beautiful, Lord. We want to lift you up tonight, um, and we want to worship you, God. In your name I pray. Amen.